All right, everyone. Um, thank you for tuning in once again to Big Drunk Lists. As always, from the beautiful yet quarantined Chicago, Illinois, I am Greg Voss, and with me, of course, is Ryan Fowkes. From the beautiful metropolis known as Bloomington, Illinois. It's not very beautiful today, to be honest. It's been dark and bad. and It's been dark and bad everywhere. Bad. We're in a pretty, pretty big rain streak. Um, and not really too many uh, storms. I want a big, a big thunderstorm, a nice summer storm. Um, but you know what they say. April showers bring uh, continual quarantines uh, in May. So, Thanks, JB. <laughs> uh, so today we have a really special treat. We have our favorite things from our childhood. Um, we never really discussed what childhood meant. Uh, now that we're older, childhood could mean people in college. I took it to mean younger whippersnappers uh, as well. Um, but... Uh, Ryan, what did you take it as? <laughs> um, yeah, I, younger as well, I suppose. But a lot of these things I still enjoy very much. So uh, <laughs> I guess some of the things yeah. carried over. So some of the stuff are things that I would do today, actually. But <laughs> we'll just get actually. into it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so let's start with number 10. Ryan, why don't you kick us off? Awesome. Great. Um, I like in our last podcast and I'm pretty bad about this. I have these in really no particular order. So these are just 10 <laughs> things in general. Um, and we're going to play it by ear. So for number 10, I have cartoons. Um, and oh, I will say I... growing up as a kid in the nineties, I think that we had just the best cartoons, the best possible mm. cartoons that we could have cartoon network, Nickelodeon. I think of Rocco's modern life, Ah, real monsters, mm. You know, and even oh. on Cartoon Network, like Ed, Ed, Nettie, you know, I think that cartoons nowadays, some, uh, some of them are okay. Uh, SpongeBob was in his peak. SpongeBob was in his peak. Yes. I that was very definitely good. 90s cartoons. Uh, one thing that's great is like when you look at the memes, I still recognize most of the, the shots or the episodes in them because they were the best memes of SpongeBob come from when we watched isn't it. that something spongebob was on for what like 15 years you know yeah. and the, the six years that i enjoyed it was like the golden age of spongebob the so great it was it was a great show uh nickelodeon in its prime fairly odd parents uh cartoon network had dexter's lab Samurai oh yes Dan. um gendry tartofsky i think was the guy who made that um he just started a new cartoon by the way oh really uh, it's called Primal, and it, it aired last year, and it's about a caveman and a dinosaur, huh. and uh, it is absolutely phenomenal. Is it kind of it the has, same style, would you say, as Dexter's Lab? Like kind of the same, I don't know, kind of humor, same kind of art style? No, it's more serious version of Samurai Jack. It airs oh. on Adult Swim, is uh, very violent. And uh, there's no talking at all because it's a caveman pre-talking with dinosaurs. Hmm. I know that that never really happened, um, but uh, I'll give up benefit of the doubt because it is a phenomenal show. It, they, I think the first half of the season, I think it's just five episodes, great. I'd recommend it to anyone. Uh, I think you can watch it like the first two episodes with the Adult Swim app. Huh. Uh, Adult Swim will be paying me later today. And <laughs> Another wonderful sponsor we have, of course, Adult Swim, <laughs> for all your uh, Adult Swim needs. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, so bikinis that was, that was and um, and speedos. Adultswimwear.com. Um, mine is also a uh, a cartoon though, but it's a specific one mm. that has a special place in my heart, and that is Beast Wars. And it technically wasn't a cartoon. It was like super old, clunky CGI Transformers, but they turned into animals. I never it, watched Beast Wars. Oh, it was phenomenal. They had the, like what made it so great is they also had amazing toys. Um, they had like Optimus Prime, but he wasn't the real Optimus Prime. He was Optimus Primal, and Mega. <laughs> yeah, he was a gorilla, and then. Uh, he was leader of the Maximals, and then the Predacons were the bad guys, and they were led by Megatron, who was not the real Megatron. Also, he was uh, T-Rex. Is there any real relation to Transformers, or was it supposed to be a parody of Transformers? No, it was real. So basically, they went back in time to kill the humans who helped Optimus Prime beat Megatron. Okay, so this was in the, the Transformers universe. Yes. Oh. And – um, I think at the end of the show, Optimus Prime merges his like spark with Optimus Primal, so he becomes the real Optimus Prime. <laughs> uh, they had the real like Starscream or something, and he was just like, he like got killed, I think, in one of the movies. Gets his soul sent back in time, and then he like takes over the 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 terror. Uh, I think his name is Terrorsaur, and he was a pterodactyl. Pterosaur. His name was Pterosaur. So it was a, oh, it was so punny. It was the, the pun. Oh, it was great. How did I never even heard of this? That's what I'm wondering. I thought I was pretty in tune with stuff that was going on, especially uh, cartoons when I was a kid. But this, I, even now as an adult, I've never heard of this before. Oh, and then yeah, then it even had sequels called uh, Beast Machines. So that it was one of those cool ones where it actually had like a solid ending because they're like, all right, we're gonna make a different show and it's the same characters and they went um oh yeah i am in love with this app so there's this app called tubi t-u-b-i okay this i've heard of yes i didn't hear of it until the other week when i wanted to watch like jay and silent bob strike back Mm. and it was like that was on there and then there was another show that i wanted to watch uh oh it was tim and eric (laughs) billion dollar movie it was also on there (laughs) And I just Googled where to watch Beast Wars because I think that's a perfect thing to do. Um, just – you have to see how bad the animation was. It was like <laughs> mid-90s like CGI. Maybe uh, from 96 to 99, so late 90s, it was not good. Uh, all right. It was good. It was great. It's amazing. It's my number 10. Um, but it had an amazing toy line because like first – like they just – they start be- like evolving, becoming trans metal, and they're like part robot, part animal, part vehicle, and it just it went off the rails. They had amazing toys, um, and I, I just had fun with it. So uh, that is why it's my number ten. And it's on this Tubi app, you said. Uh, apparently, it says uh, they have season only season one. Uh, oh wait, nope, they have all three seasons. Yes. I, I mean, I'm kind of interested, actually. I think I might watch it this week. Oh, yeah. It it um it also was known because it was the first Transformers uh, show to have characters die. Mm. 
all the other ones were deaths were in movies or they didn't kill someone off. Mm. Yeah. On Pliocenic Earth, the heroic Maximals and the evil Predacons battle for survival against each other and against a violent planet. Yeah, so you know it's legit. It literally just – it feels like the cheap grocery store brand knockoff of Transformers, like mixed oh, yeah. with dinosaurs, but I'm excited about it. You know what the best part is? The first episode isn't called Pilot. It's called Beast Wars Part 1. <laughs> they were ready for a saga. They knew what this was going to be. <laughs> oh, I am – I'm going to start this when we're off i'm i'm so excited for this um but yeah that's that is my uh number 10 great start uh, <laughs> so transition so <laughs> i just i just wanted to say that because in the beginning we didn't have anything but uh thanks to one of ryan's friends uh ryan if you want to give him a shout out yes thanks to tom tom uh we are going to start doing a little thing where we uh just tell you to drink that means we've both done our number X, and we want you to join in with us as we uh, drink. We're going to be drinking consistently throughout each show just because it's fun, uh, but feel free to join in. Obviously, if you're at work or maybe running, like maybe you want to just like discreetly drink a whiskey shot. Um, but of I, course, I think it's a better time to be honest. If uh, <laughs> it, it's a it's a good excuse to drink at work, is you have to. We're on number four, you know. <laughs> Legally, you're required to at this point. <laughs> I mean, you're stuck at home. It's like not like your boss is gonna see you do it. Come on, right? Be cool. <laughs> uh, number nine. <laughs> Ryan? You want me to go? Okay. Uh, my number nine, uh, when I was a kid walking home from school, elementary school in the wintertime, um, we would climb up on these big snow piles um, and play a game called King of the Hill. Did you ever play this, oh. King of the Hill? Uh, yeah, it has uh, Bobby and Yeah, Hank. no, not that at all. So it was <laughs> – this was basically um, you stood on top of this hill, and when other kids would try to climb on top of this snow pile, you would shove them down to the bottom of the snow pile. So really being a huge, like five foot 10, 150 pound fifth grader was really beneficial for me because I would shove all the second graders down this hill and would be the king. Oh, um, personally, I think it should have been president of the hill because um, we no longer live in a monarchy, but you do you. The 90s were a weird time. It's <laughs> <laughs> <is> very classic. <laughs> the yeah. 90s in Provincetown, Illinois was still ruled by a king, <laughs> and it was me on the hill. <laughs> How many kids would you get going with this? Uh, man, I mean, I want to say the whole school, but that's not as impressive when you're from a small town like me. You know, so <laughs> like seven, you know, seven <laughs> kids would be playing on this hill. But it still felt very exciting when, you know, you're eight and there's a bunch of kids. What feels like all around you closed in, you're like kicking and shoving them down. Also, the <laughs> fact that no one ever got in trouble when this was a very openly violent game we were playing. Um, oh, it yeah. really goes to show you that the 90s was a weird time to be growing up. Yeah, we were still in the time of like, yeah, a kid needs to get hurt in order to realize what life is like. Mm -hmm. 
And I mean, I understand there's uh, a lot of thoughts on it, but uh, we can at least just say that the 90s, uh, most people didn't give two shits. <laughs> Good or bad, no one really cared. What about you? What's your number nine? Uh, uh, mine is Parks. Mm. Um, I just miss the days of um, going to a park and like a new park was cool. Like there would be some with like those uh, bouncy bridges and draw bridges. Some things had like there's like four different types of slides. Oh, yeah. There was those those round ones that would get wood chips stuck in them. So like two of them would roll. They had those metal ones that would heat up and then give you third degree burns. Uh, teeter totters were great because you'd uh, go on them and then you'd uh, go to the bottom and then uh, drop your friends. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to shoot them off the other side, you know. <laughs> was, once again, the nineties were. There was a, a lot of time. violence in our childhood. I'm finding. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? We're stronger for it. <laughs> you know, you know, uh, Parks was actually on my list later as well. Um, oh. My favorite was, and I'll, I'll just skip ahead to, since we're already talking about it, but um, my favorite was the merry-go-rounds because you literally you'd, – you'd shove your little brother on there, and you would spin <laughs> this thing like 300 miles per yeah. hour. Which was probably like a half a mile per hour. Right, to a right. kid. Yeah, I mean as fast as you can get it. But, you know, if he doesn't come off throwing up at the end of it, you didn't spin it fast enough, you mm. know, and then you get to walk home and explain to mom and dad why – you know, why you're – baby brother is pale white and you know bruised all over but it was the 90s it was you would you'd always torment the younger sibling it was, it was plain and simple i was the middle child um so uh it actually would usually play out in the favor because uh basically people would kind of pander to me sometimes it didn't work so well but it was just like hey uh this person's closer to me in age Let's team up on the other one. <laughs> Most of the time, it was my uh, older sister and I teaming up on my younger brother. Mm. Um, but yes, that is uh, <laughs> that that was uh, quite a bit of fun. The merry-go-rounds. My grandma had one, and we would spin it as fast as we could. And there was a big uh, empty part in the center, and your goal would be to stand up and try to surf without getting like falling down again. So you had you said your grandma had one. So you had something easily accessible in it your wasn't. family's yard. It wasn't in her yard, no. Oh. Uh, so what it was is she had a park near her. And mm. what was kind of cool is it was a subdivision. They had a bunch of people there. And uh, back in the day, we would go, and there was a bunch of kids there. And we knew everyone our age, and so every kid would just go to the park. And, like, really, it wasn't, like, other places where it's like, oh, you know, people could come from anywhere. It was a very small, closed-off community mm miles away from town so it was just like yeah kids go out go to the park and everyone just went it's cool yeah that's nice i yeah. yeah it's like basically having a park in your backyard you know yeah and um i guess i can uh, skip just to plug this one in because you skipped one of yours um that goes in my grandma's cottage was mm. there um so i was actually just at uh, my grandma's cottage earlier today in fact uh, but it's not the same since I grew up um, the town of South Haven, which is where I have family. Well, not really actually in town, but it's, that's the nearest, the nearest, that's the nearest <laughs> town for, for people who know. Um, but what it is, 
that made it so special was it was very small at the time. And so going into town, there were smaller shops. When I was growing up, I knew all the kids who lived there. And now it's become a much bigger, much more profitable town. Uh, there's a Walmart. There's a Meyer. If you like go into the city, you pass these. Um, all of the shops that used to be like, oh, this was a candle shop. This was just like a small little shop, the mom and pop. Now it's uh, a tourist trap shop. Oh, I got my kicks on Lake Michigan at South Haven. Mm -hmm. Like all that like kind of niche stuff. And uh, there's a lot more renters there. If you go to the beach, you don't know anyone there. It's just not as fun. And so growing up, my grandma's cottage was um, – was one of my top favorite things to do. I kind of had that experience just growing up in my town in general because it was such a small town where I grew up. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I wasn't joking when I said, you know, there were maybe eight kids playing on the hill because that was everybody who lived on that same side of town. Because um, I did grow up in a very small town, Prophetstown. Um, so I kind of get that same experience. I will say, however, it has not changed at all. People still don't want to live there <laughs> or move there. We have no tourist attraction. Um, it, one of those towns, no, nobody famous ever came out. Well, one one famous person actually did come out of Prophetstown. Um, they are uh, currently recording the third episode of their podcast. What? Yes, grew up grew up in Prophetstown, so that's pretty this, cool. This sounds like a big name. I really should tune in to that podcast. Absolutely. Do you have you a should. name for it? Um, something uh, huge, drinking pile or something i don't remember exactly what it is but uh, <laughs> i don't know but i would join that or no it's kind of a bullshit concept but you know i think they have fun with it so whatever <laughs> fair enough um before we tell you to oh by the way um everyone must take a drink for the ones that we just yes. jumped ahead to um and then <laughs> i just want to also say this so while we were talking previously about Beast Wars, I had pulled up see where to watch Beast Wars. And uh, the screen has just been sitting in front of me just because I haven't, I haven't changed anything. I've just been talking, and I finally looked at the screen, and I just need to read you the description for Season 1, Episode 3, titled The Web. Cheetor becomes trapped in Tarantulas's net of deceit and torture. So if that doesn't get you, yes, Tarantulas has captured Cheetor. Deceit and torture. Oh so God. deceit or torture would have been enough to win me over. <laughs> now I'm finding out there's both. Oh, I don't know. Those those uh, descriptions might be golden enough where I'm just going to relive it just through the description you don't even have to watch the episodes just read the synopsis <laughs> you know <laughs> so great absolutely great so unfortunately we are moving on to our number sevens which means everybody takes a drink right everyone take a drink everyone take a drink all right well next on my list then um is video games so video games um made it onto our last list of quarantine activities. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, in fact, some of them were the same games because one of my numbers, of course, was replaying old games from my childhood. Um, so I think back, you know, to the video games that I played and, and the one that comes to mind, I remember the first game I really remember taking seriously and I was way too young to be exposed to this was one of the Resident Evil games that my dad bought. Um, and we weren't allowed to play uh. it, but we were allowed to watch it. 
And I mean, shit, dude, that was terrifying <laughs> as a kid. Oh, I remember playing that uh, as a kid, and that first, the first time one of those dogs jumps through uh, that mm. painting. Oh, that was one of the most terrifying things I think I had ever seen in a video game. Yeah, because still, yeah. still to this day, I mean, it's it's th- those are great, great horror games. I just picked up recently um, the remake of Resident Evil 2, and I mean, mm. it still hits like it did then, you know? Like, it's still scary, and the puzzles are still great, you know? Even and what's great about this game, Resident Evil 2, if you've never played this game, of course you probably have, but if you haven't, the whole thing takes place in a police station, in one police station with puzzles. So the fact that they could take a game that really the entirety of it exists within a single building... Um, but make it feel, you know, you could spend hours and hours and make it feel like this expansive universe. That just goes to show you how well the game was constructed. Yeah. Um, I, I should probably take a look in the remasters. I feel like they'd be a a good uh, trip down memory lane. So what do you got for your number seven? <laughs> Did you? Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just thought um, it was an awkward transition, as always. <laughs> that's absolutely, absolutely fine. Um, so this is a little bit similar to yours with your um your cartoons. It's um, Saturday mornings. Mm. Um, there was just something about it. You woke up like, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't have to like go anywhere. To me, it's 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 the same. It's the kid version of like. It was day drinking. It's the kid version of day drinking. Like you wake up, you have your cereal, you watch um, your cartoons. To me, it was one Saturday mornings. Oh, one Saturday uh, mornings was great. With recess. Oh yes, recess. Uh, what were some of the other ones? Pepper Ann. Uh, I just even remember ones. like the theme song and like. The transition on the clips of one Saturday morning, like of the kids playing soccer. Like, I don't know if you remember mm. that. Like, even that yeah. comes to memory. And that wasn't even one of the cartoons. I don't I don't even remember what it was. All I remember is that there was this crazy looking scientist guy and he'd look up and there was a really fat guy and he was a blimp. And you go, where are we going today, Mr. Lighter Than Air? And then he would go, <laughs> well, Manny, someplace <laughs> wonderful. And I don't that, even remember what the show is about. That quote sounds extremely <laughs> familiar. The show does not. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm going to have to Google it later. Um, uh, if you actually know, feel free to comment on one of our pages <laughs> letting us know. We'll probably have already figured it out by then. Or we might totally forget by the time we really kind of delve in. Um, so I just uh, – I truly enjoyed Saturday mm. because you felt like you had – so much ahead of you like you're like oh i have all today i have all tomorrow before school so i i truly enjoyed just saturday morning it just felt it was the kid version of taking it easy i mean let's be honest kids already take it easy but yeah but it doesn't feel like that when you're 11 you know like you feel like you put in a hard day's work you know studying algebra at school (laughs) That's to be fair. Like we're like we're like oh my gosh, you kids, you can't do these ten questions. But when you have to take like five minutes to have to think through that like test, yeah, that can be a little hard. It's true, like, man. And even math nowadays, I don't. Whew, 
do you remember that show a couple years ago talking about that test in school and shit? Um, I don't even know if it's still on the air, but Jeff Foxworthy did it. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? You ever watched that show? Yes. Yeah. God, that show makes me feel like an idiot. And, you know, oh. I consider oh, okay. myself to be pretty smart. You know, I feel like I know things generally. Um, but no, I, I guess I don't. I, so now I really understand why you loved your Saturday so much as a kid. <laughs> we put in some hard fucking work as kids. We did. I, uh, I like to think of it more along the lines that show, though, is it's uh, we learned a lot of useless shit in the fifth grade. There's, There's a reason that. none of the adults remember that. <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> what's a, a six-sided thing where only two of the sides are parallel? I don't fucking know, dude. Right. I don't yeah. even know if that's physically possible, but I th- it's, it's, there's a reason we didn't remember when the French re- Revolution happened. That shit that they they tell you you're gonna need to know that is gonna matter later in life. Spoiler alert to our young listeners: you probably <laughs> don't need to know it. It's not gonna come in handy later in life. Yeah, no, it's 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 uh, some of it will. Um, I found math, especially early math, you're gonna need just for kind of mental math. Um, there will be a few other things that'll pop up. Um, but you're gonna find out a lot of what they teach you. Oh, there's only three states that matter. Oh no, there's more. There's a lot more. <laughs> Kids, you don't have, you don't know shit. Just, oh yeah, like, do you remember when you remembered as a kid that Thanksgiving was a time where we were the good guys? <laughs> that was a hoot. You know what I re- le- realized too, as things that I thought or I wish I did know that I did not learn as a kid. And I'll, I'll admit, what I'm ignorant to, one of the things is like world geography. I was on a call for work the other day, and I don't remember what, how, why this came up, but someone was talking about Papua New Guinea. And someone says, where is Papua New Guinea? And I'm thinking, oh, what do you mean you don't know where it's at? But I took a second and I looked it up on a map and I was wrong. I, I was very it's wrong. It's just north of Zealand. Yes, it is. Well, thank you. I wish you had been on the call at the time. It's shaped like a bird. But I had no idea. So um, not only am I not smarter than a fifth grader, but I mean basic geography. We also were learning not too long after the fall of the Soviet Union. So world geography was kind of a mess back then. That's a good point. That's a good point. You we, know, I had, had to place the states, though. I mean, U.S. geography was very important when I was growing up. Yeah, and I'd always mix up the two, Vermont and New Hampshire, until I realized Vermont made the V. That's a nice little tip. All yeah. right. I think right. we're on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, first of all, uh, audience, this is drink time. We're going to drink with our audience. I glug, love glug, this new glug. rule. Tip them back. Oh, I do too. And this... I know that our audience members are being faithful. They're not cheating. Well, They're you not... know, and this is what Tom told me. He's like, you know, I- I'm three minutes in or 13 minutes in, and I feel like you haven't told me to drink yet. What the hell's going on? Um, oh. And I was like, well, what do you mean? And he said, well, I'm sitting here listening to you guys, and it's like you're having a conversation. He's like, I've even tried to respond to you a couple times because I feel like I'm there having a conversation with you guys. That's um, excellent. I love that feedback. I do too. That's what I said. And and he's like, but it seems like y'all are just drinking without me. So how about you invite the audience in for a drink? So um, I'm glad we're doing this, and I hope that the rest of the audience is too, not just my alcoholic friend Tom. <laughs> well, don't worry. Once we <laughs> Once we actually get into – the um, the sponsorships that would be the excellent time to get up, keep your speakers running, and um, pour yourself a new drink. 
I expect you to finish it by then. Once we get a sponsor. <laughs> I'm really, really hoping that Jameson sponsors this because I really like to drink Jameson whiskey. Oh, e gosh. Even I, if the extent of the sponsorship was like a, you know, a bottle a month, that's fine by me, Jameson PR. I would still buy – I'd have to buy 30 for the rest of the month. Right. But, you know. <laughs> All right, so my next one, right. <laughs> uh, this similar to what we were talking about, but um, just playing outside in the yard. But I, I was more specific than this. One of the games that we like to play, um, my family, my friends, the neighborhood kids, is we would find sticks that look like guns and pretend to shoot each other <laughs> with them. Um, um, because a kid can turn anything into a gun, let's be honest. Um, when I was growing up, my mom was... the American school system. Right. My mom was not a big fan of guns. I mean, we didn't even have, like, squirt guns. We definitely didn't have BB guns. Um, I went paintballing one time. Um, so I think we were repressed a little bit as kids. So <laughs> well, I took any opportunity we could to turn toy sticks into guns. And we would, like, hide them outside, you know, so, like, mom wouldn't oh, find yeah. them. Well, I mean, I, I was just saying, like, if you look at, the, like, how our school system was, there was that transition time. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Because a lot of kids, kids, would they would do finger guns. You would do uh, stick guns. Oh, yeah. You would make, we'd make guns out of anything. And then we had to start banning them, mm -hmm. unfortunately, due to other aspects of the American school mm -hmm. system. But we did. Uh, everyone did. And there was, there was definitely a time, I remember, when it really became controversial. And some people were for letting kids use guns as... Uh, sixes guns and uh, people without, but it was fun. Everyone did it. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you found that stick that had just two little branches going off it, oh, that's an assault, right? Just perfect, right? Like you were the fucking envy of the town. Like all yeah. the other twelve-year-olds was like, "Shit, bro, look at that stick, man!" You know? <laughs> if it was a tiny little L, oh, you better get two of those, and you are it's high noon, buddy. <laughs> Shooting up in the air going, yeehaw, rootin' tootin'. Yeah, I, oh. I probably never did rootin' tootin', but yeah. Really? Yeah, I no. Figured, I, uh, I was more, was yeah. I guess, playing Resident Evil. I was like zombie killing. Like, that's what our Ooh. thing was, was shooting zombies. I uh, I actually acted more like a dinosaur than used guns. You're a big dinosaur guy. You've always been a big fan of dinosaurs, though, as long as massive. I've known you, too. I mean, yeah. dinosaurs are hands down the greatest thing to ever happen in the world. And uh, I would give up humans' place uh, just to, to undo that meteor. Dinosaurs would have eaten COVID. That's a fact. I, it's a proven fact, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, interviewing over COVID, we have uh, head of who? And head of the American Paleontological Society. <laughs> Dinosaurs are way cooler than this. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> this was never a fucking problem before the Ice Age. <laughs> COVID didn't exist uh, 65 million years ago. Just saying. Just saying. Oh, oh. my God. Um, mine is kids' meals. My next one is kids' meals. Like from McDonald's? Uh, oh, it could have been. Uh, Burger King too. Burger mm. King had better kids' meals. Now there was just something about getting a kids' meal and getting that random toy, and uh, then Burger King had the mighty kids' meals, mm. which as a larger child, like I, you know, I was growing a little bit, 
it was nice to get a double burger as opposed to the other one, but I was still young enough to appreciate the toys. Um, McDonald's started having the boy-girl toys, and uh, I don't know if they still have them because I know there's a whole um, controversy around that. Um, but in truth, it was cool. And then uh, you'd always get that exact same one. It'd always be like the absolute worst like it'd be like oh these are all the batman characters and be like oh yeah you get robin and you'd be like can i trade this in and they're like no that's all we have <laughs> like you'd always you'd always get the loser toy but when you get the cool toy there was something just really kind of um fun about it and it was uh i don't know a little bit of a surprise you know going to mcdonald's was the next one on my list specifically for the toys um <laughs> And I was going to talk about the Pokemon toys specifically. Do you remember when they had the Pokemon stuff that was going on? No, I don't. Okay, so they would have different Pokemon toys. They would be the little Pokemon in a Pokeball, right? You get the little plush ah, ones. That was and, Burger King, actually, the, I think. No, okay, maybe it was Burger King. So uh, anyway, anyway, <laughs> whichever <laughs> one it was, I loved I'm the Pokemon toys. There. But it was a boy-girl toy thing, I remember, because Pokemon toys were the boy toy. And then the girl toys oh, were so maybe like it was. some bullshit, right? And I even thought then, I was like, well, that's not fair that girls aren't allowed to play with cool toys. You know, that's what I was thinking <laughs> back then. Like, that's what McDonald's did to me by deciding that there needed to be some kind of gender introduction into toys. I was even thinking to back be then. fair, I, as a uh, 90s boy, knew logically that the reason girls didn't get it was because they were sticky, gross, and had cooties. <laughs> Uh, I still feel that way, so they still are not allowed to have Pokemon <laughs> toys, if you, you ask me. You don't get Pokemon, it is a punishment. <laughs> Sorry, bitch, but cure the cooties and you can have a Pikachu. <laughs> I consider cooties an STI, and I will <laughs> die on that hill. And I will be king of it, too. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, a nice little throwback. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I never noticed, noticed that. Um yeah, it says Burger King, Pokemon Pokeballs, four lot, 1999, Burger King toy figurines, vintage, nice, Charizard. Sorry, I was just Googling this. No, but I didn't Pokemon, I'm thinking like, okay, you remember the golden, like, gold Mewtwo cards? Yes. That was, that was McDonald's, was right? Burger King. Okay. And the, it had a, a super shiny ball. I didn't have, I didn't have Mewtwo. I remember we had Togepi, Charizard, and... Pikachu? I don't think we got Mewtwo. Okay, yes, I remember these. I did not realize it was Burger King, but yes, those yeah. are the one I'm thinking of specifically, but they had all kinds yeah. of sweet Pokemon stuff at some point. Yeah. Yes, oh, they have. And I, it looks like McDonald's had their own run, but the specific one, the original 151, excuse me, belched, uh, for the original 151 was um, in the uh, Burger King. Okay. And it looks like they had two runs of it. One did not have golden cards. The other one just had the small one. You know, is, I think Pokemon's still airing, too, as well. Like, I think Pokemon's still popular enough. And if it's not, you know, there's still new games coming out. Pokemon yeah. Go. Like, Burger King could continue to release Pokemon toys, and kids would still be excited about it. What does that say? Like, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Um, I don't think Pokemon is as cool now. Our original 151 was the best. Um though I obviously am biased. And uh, the reason I think that it was the best was um, 
if you looked at the original Pokemon, you'd be like, oh, that's a turtle, that's a mouse, right? It's a dragon. And now you look at it and you're like, what are you? What what are you? That's a floating fucking trash can with human arms. Like why? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I googled just Pokemon things and, uh, I I uh, some of these I have no idea what they are. It's let, yeah, no, I'm not even going to guess. Their their names used to be funny puns, too, you know, or play on yeah. words. That, you know, you could make a joke. Like, Ekans was a snake, and Ekans is the word snake backwards. You know, that was pretty creative. And it creative, evolved into Arbok, which, which is Cobra backwards. Oh, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. that's pretty fucking cool. You know, now it's just like trash man 9000 that's the trash can with arms you know like you didn't even fucking try anymore at this point yeah now they're now they're just making them up and i'm like okay well yeah well what's the 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 one from super smash bros um was it it's like lucario oh yes lucario (laughs) it's just like it's it's just like a dog that stands upright. It's just, and it's like Lucario. What does that even mean? Like, it sounds like oh, really, like oh yeah, I caught, I caught Lucario. Like oh no, nah, dude, sorry. <laughs> I'm Can so sorry to that? hear that. Is there a pill for that, bro? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but we we uh just absorbed your McDonald's, did we not? Yes. You got we absorbed your next one. So everyone take a drink. Everyone take a drink. Then- I'll take one as well. Excellent. And so then I'll just move right into my next one. Let me take a drink as well. <laughs> I need to pour one up, actually. And one thing I like to say, too, what I like about this one, Greg, we talked about this a little bit even before we started making our list, is you and I grew up in such different areas. Like, we were both yes. in Illinois, but I grew up in this tiny little, like, farm town. And I grew up on the outskirts of chicago so so you know when i hear that Suburbs. like it's really cool that some of the things we have are so similar but it's also cool to kind of see some of the differences as well yes because we grew up about the same time i mean you're a little older than i am but not by much i mean we went to college together you know um, yeah so we basically grew up in the same time enjoying some of the same things were popular at the time but it's cool to kind of see the differences and the similarities in such different areas too Yes. Yeah, it, it really is. It's, it's nice just to kind of see that uh, throughout that time, uh, most kids just in general were the same. Obviously, we're going to have a little bit of differences um, as I had much more common access to parks. A lot of things that were created, a lot of different ones. If I went somewhere else, there was always a park nearby um, versus you had more so uh, cornfields. Like you may do with uh, – with just the elements and yeah, I stick had... ball and playing in the mud. No, we had a park. Yeah. <laughs> we, had, we had a couple no, of parks. Uh, we had but... like when I want to move into yeah, like uh, Naperville, they have tons of parks. Like where you could you'd like be like hey, and I was like getting a little older then, but like you would occasionally just be like, let's go over to that park. Mm-hmm. And we could we could pick which one we wanted. Well, yes, yeah, see, and I had like one and a half parks. And I say one and a half because one yeah. was a real park, right? And the other one was like you know one of those plastic jungle gyms, you know, oh, in yeah. some wood chips. You know, that was like the extent of it. We had two across the street from my house. <clears throat> see, that's nuts. That's nuts. Yeah, me. and uh, oh, it was metal, 
it was sorry, sorry, it was wooden, splinter ridden, mm. and had metal chains all over it. But it was a lot more fun. Um, they replaced it with a state of the art plastic one that was cool. But uh, there's one that was like a story tall, and you uh, kids would jump off it. it was like <laughs> of course, fucking yeah. of course, right? <laughs> um. So my next one, though, uh, have you managed to pour yourself a drink? I did. I'm poured. I'm ready. Um, movie rentals. Mm. Now, for the younger people who are maybe like 22 or 23, uh, which is kind of weird because I think they probably wouldn't remember too much about it, um, was back in the day we had these things called Hollywood Video and Blockbuster. <laughs> Um, so I'm not even talking that red box jargon or even when Netflix was mail. And I'm talking about the times you would go to the movie store and it was this, any, any rental place, there was a uh, family video. That's the only one I think that's really still, still around. around. Family video somehow is still in existence. Oh, I know why it's because they sell porn and CBD oil. So family video was not so family oriented anymore. Oh no, they were the least family. I, I worked <laughs> at uh, Hollywood Video and porn, and uh, Blockbuster would uh, rent porn. In fact, during uh, Hollywood Video, we would get a lot of porn returned to us. That I can only imagine a kid got discovered by his parents, and he's like, "I rented it from Hollywood Video," oh, and then they were God. like, "Oh, okay, we we got a lot of porn returned." See, we back rented- in the day though, with these old ones, like, and I don't know how it is now with Family Video, if it's just a big old porn store, but it was like a back room, you know, and it was like seedy. Yeah, like there yeah, was a, yeah. there was always just like a an old man with a trench coat like near the doorway. Mm-hmm. Who would cough a lot for some reason? <laughs> always looking at stuff. I, I I don't know how it is now, but I I mean it was like you you know this was the spot like it, it was like this big secret VIP room as a kid. Yeah, it was um, <laughs> it was definitely like you went in and you're like I know like as a kid you're like I know I'm not supposed to be there, but I don't know why. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't clear. Of course, you look up at your dad, and he goes there regularly, you know, and he's like, oh, no, buddy, you don't need to go in there, you know? Yeah, you're not going to appreciate the glory of this. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, um, but what made it so fun was back in the day, like, um, you could only really rent your – um. Like, you'd rent your videos. Like, when they first came out, they were, like, very expensive. Um, a lot of people just didn't want to, buy, like, rent them. Sorry, a lot of people didn't want to buy them. Mm. <laughs> of course, everyone wanted to rent them, but you'd go, and there'd be a wall of all your movies. And there was always the risk um, that the new hot movie wasn't there. Yes. And then, and then, of course, there was the controversy is if there wasn't – if it wasn't there or if a good movie wasn't released that week – You'd wind up going and you'd have to go through all the old movies and you'd have to decide what movie you wanted to rent because that was going to be movie night, at least for my family. Friday night was movie night. Mm. You went, rented a movie. Maybe. We don't always rent a movie. And uh, it was a lot of controversy, a lot of uh, yelling. Um, But it was – there was something about that, about going and just – it felt like – you had so many more possibilities at a movie store than looking on your own VHS shelves 
Which, which, by the way, was a huge collection in everybody's home that I went to, right? Is they had fucking oh, bookshelves yeah. full of VHSs. I knew people who had um, just a bunch of shelves of VHSs. They had a, a channel known as a home box office. It was HBO. They had HBO back in the day. And uh, HBO, the channel still existed. And all they would do is they did have a few shows. They weren't as prolific as they are now. And they would just play movies. And back then, you didn't even have the option to select what movie. Like, it was just what was playing right now is what you're watching. Yeah, and so people would buy blank VHS tapes, and you'd put it in your Mm. VHS player. You'd hit the record button. And then you'd record. This is how you pirated content back in the day. This is how you that, had to do that, it. It is. I remember uh, <clears throat> pirating in the same way with uh, cassette tapes and the radio. <laughs> you'd call in, hope your song comes on, and record. That's or how you I would do it for, in, for ringtones on my track phone, right? When I first got my phone, is if you wanted a cool ringtone, you had to wait for the song to come on. And you yeah. recorded it on your phone to be able to do it that way. The, the the past was wild. <laughs> it really was. How did we survive such a time? I I mean the Stone Ages, man. I can't even imagine. Gosh, let alone the queens of the Stone Age. We barely made it through as queens of the Stone Age. <laughs> Someone should make that a band name. <laughs> I don't think it doesn't sound great. Uh, that's not a good idea. <laughs> Nickelback, however, now that's a band name. <laughs> I like nickel front, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) Dime front. (laughs) Dime front. (laughs) All right, everyone, please take a drink as we move on to the next coveted slot. You know, my favorite thing about this podcast is that we were talking about fucking Blockbuster at the beginning of that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, how the fuck was that even an offspring of Blockbuster in any way? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we, we we are gonna listen to it again and be like, yeah, huh? Something about Queens of the Stone Age and right. itself. <laughs> it's a podcast about music. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. I hope you've all imbibed in your alcoholic beverages. So all Ryan, right. your next one. Yes, my next one um, is going to the public pool. Ooh. Um, from a very small town, and so we didn't have a whole lot of activities. We did have a movie store, actually, to your last one called Tidal Wave Video, um, where we got to go pick out movies for our movie nights that we did weekly, too, which was great. Um, Excellent. But as kids, we would get to go to the public pool. So, I mean, it was just it, – it was more rec center, right? We had kind of a workout room. Um, basketball court, but then a pool, you know, and it was like $2.75 for open swim in there. And that was just a really fun activity to do. Um, it was on the other side of town, which means we could walk there in six and a half minutes as kids. Oh, it's a massive town. Yes, massive. That, that long to get across town by I know. foot? How did oh. we make it, right? Uphill both ways, six and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs> But we would walk over to the public pool, you know, we could spend a few hours over there just hanging out and swimming and doing that. So eventually we got a pool, you know, one of those above ground pools, you know, nothing in the ground, but one of those you could just blow up that was kind of big. And that was yeah. cool. But, you know, part of the experience truly was heading over there, you know, and, and kind of walking over there with your friends. You know, you could meet your friends over there. I remember meeting my middle school girlfriend over there like, hey, I'll meet you at the pool, you know. <gasps> 
And then, oh, yeah, my. I mean, my mom still doesn't know that this happened. You um, cannot share this with her now. Well, would... she doesn't. Yeah, I hopefully she doesn't listen to the podcast, but um, I would meet my middle school girlfriend at the pool. It was great. It was great. That's cool. That, that, that seems like a nice time. Um, we didn't really have a pool near us. Um, my mom worked at a YMCA. So we would go to the LaGrange YMCA. Mm. And they, had, they did not have open swim. They just had laps. And it was very aggressive. So it was always swim lessons, swim lessons, swim lessons. Feels like a waste of the pool if you're a kid. You know, like oh, you're yeah. swimming laps and you've got all this other pool that feels like it's available for me to be playing in. And this is the bullshit you're going to do with it. Yeah. It it was really kind of a bummer because, like, you could just tell at the end of the class, they would be like, all right, let's play a few games just uh, before we're done. And it'd be like Sharks and Minnows, which have you ever played that? Mm-mm. That was probably my favorite favorite pool game so sharks and minnows is um i don't even know of a similar game on foot but you have one person who is the shark and they're treading water in the center or if you go like a little shallower like you know you're standing on your tiptoes and the minnows all swim across and the shark goes and tries to tag as many as he can if you tag them, they are now a shark. And then the minnows all line up. I don't remember if you had to shout something or whatever. But then the minnows would swim across again. And now you'd have, like, more sharks. And it just kind of go back and forth until you have uh, only sharks or, like, one minnow left. So it's kind of and- like, like zombies. Like, you know, like you're, turn- you're turning them. You know, or like, or like tag, but then when you switch them, like they're on your team now. Yeah, almost like a hide and go seek type of thing, mm-hmm. where like you find someone now they're also a seeker based on, uh, based on how you played the game. Hmm. Yeah, I. But that was a, a lot of fun. Um, I truly enjoyed that that game. Pool pool was always fun. Um, when you weren't. Uh, being forced to learn how to swim. So did you have swim lessons time. then? You did swim lessons at your pool? Uh, aggressively. Aggressively. Oh, wow. okay. like, until we got like way farther. Well, no wonder and, you're uh, such a great swimmer. I've seen you. You're very graceful in the water. I mean, there's a reason I I do triathlons. You have done one triathlon. That's correct. I've attempted to. <laughs> For those who don't know, last year the 2019 Chicago triathlon. I went through the water was too choppy. So they canceled the swim. So it was a run. Then I went for my bike and halfway through the bike, my pedal fell off and Mm. I got disqualified and kicked out. Mm. So I tried a second one. I did. I tried. Um, It was the cards were not in your favor on that one. No, no, there was no way. I was like, it was just like, you are not completing this triathlon. And it was not your fault. It was not for a lack of tri- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least at least it happened that year. Like, it wasn't like I crushed my swim and I was feeling great. Right. It was like, I already kind of counted it out where I'm like, if I'm not swimming, it's not really a triathlon. It's technically called a duathlon. Uh, so, yeah. 
well, it didn't happen. It's it's great though that you did that. I I mean the amount of endurance and work you put into the single triathlon. Um, if you combine all the running and biking and swimming I've done over the last 15 years, it probably equals the amount that you did at a single time. So <laughs> kick ass, man. That's sweet. Thanks. I want to do it again this year, but it's probably not going to happen. Um, things are getting canceled. Better. Yeah, things are getting canceled yeah. left and right. You know, uh, we got tickets for Riot Fest in September, yeah. and I'm even seeing some posts online today that it will more than likely be canceled as a yeah. result of this in the middle of September. So um, basically I, 2020 yeah. is just canceled. Yeah. I mean, I think they'll still like, will open up at one point, but they're just going to be like, let's not have massive gatherings. Let's well, yeah, I can't see, you know, I use Riot Fest as an example. Like how are you going to do a music festival with thousands of people, you know, that are literally shoulder to shoulder in this spot? Like you couldn't, you couldn't pull that off safely. Yes. Even, even when you're like down to five cases, like right. it just wouldn't be a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, once again, yeah, we really uh, switched over on that because which which one were we doing for you? Uh, that that we was ended? going to the pool. Is what that yeah. one was. Riot Fest being canceled in 2020 <laughs> due to a pandemic. We got there. Oh my god, that's the best the part about this podcast. I'm telling you, it, it doesn't. It could be called um, distracted drinking. Like it, it's really. <laughs> It's about getting drunk and just saying whatever's on our mind. You know, for me too, Greg, I mean, I hope you feel the same way. It's an opportunity to catch up with you, you know, and just to chit chat. Yeah. And then we record it and hopefully other people like it as well. And yeah, I, I hope that some people do. Um, I feel like we need at least one person who just hates us with a passion because I feel like having an enemy would just be great. I don't know. Someone who's just like, I hate them so much, but they still listen every time. Mm. They still subscribe to our advanced content because they hate us that much. Mm -hmm. That's not, that's when you make it big. That's what I'm looking forward to. Like a stalker where they're like, I hate them. I want to listen to it. So I hate them more. So if you're out there, uh, Jerry, (laughs) why is his name? Jerry? Oh, it just it would be a Jerry. <laughs> Jerry's a fuck. Jerry, I don't know. It might have something to do with Rick and Morty. It just <laughs> I, think, I think it's because I don't know it. Jerry. I could be saying that, and I, like, there's a Jerry that's slipping my mind, and he's like, dude, Greg, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I don't remember a Jerry. That's what I'm trying to think of is how many Jerrys do I know that are going to be offended by this content? So instead of having three oh, fans, no. we're only going to have two. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Um, mine sleepovers. Ooh, sleepovers. There was something like I mean I. Um. I was big into quote unquote sleepovers even into high school, mm. and mostly they weren't sleepovers. It was uh. I was a nerd and still am a nerd. Um, but we did the all-night uh, WoW when World Video of Warcraft game first sets, came man. out. Land parties, hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, land parties. We did it with Halo, and you just stay there all night. Yeah, like yeah, you'd you'd go to bed at 3 a.m., wake up at 7 or 8, 
and then go home. You know, when like, you're fucking drinking Mountain Dew, you know, and like fucking Red oh, Bull. Oh, Game Fuel? When Game, Game Fuel, Fuel came out, man? Fuck yeah. Code Red, Code Red, yeah. Well, uh, Game Fuel is just Code Red and regular mixed or something like that. Is that really what it red. is? I mean, it has like an orangey almost flavor to no, it. No, I think I think it's Code Red and Livewire. Okay. Livewire is the one I was thinking of. Game Fuel came out later. Livewire was it came out in the summer and it was like limited edition. I was like, ooh. But even yeah, to, that was yeah awesome. Even today, I miss those. I miss the land parties. I miss staying up playing video games. I mean, there are times mm-hmm. when I'm at a real party and you're up all night drinking alcohol, you know, and you're like, man, I kind of wish this was a Mountain Dew, and I kind of wish this beer pong table was my Xbox, <laughs> you know, and I could go back <laughs> right? to those days. Oh, I had so much fun, and then like, I mean, then sleepovers when you were a kid, and like. Like my best friend when I was a kid, this kid named David. Oh, like where you sleep and then like you're about to sleep and th- just go penis, mm-hmm. or you say something, mm-hmm. and then everyone, everyone would just if it was a party, you'd all laugh. It was just, <laughs> two of us, you'd just laugh, and it just it was just fun. And you you knew it was a good time when eventually the parents came downstairs and yelled, "You shut up!" <laughs> right. <laughs> But yeah, no, it was it was a great time. Sleepovers were just a, a great memory for me. Fuck yeah. I wish sleepovers would have made it on my list. I did not think of that one. That's a great one. Yeah. All right, everybody needs to take a drink because I think we're moving on to the next one. Definitely, definitely. Greg, what are you drinking, by the way? I don't think I asked you. Oh, I am drinking uh, a fine, fine brew. It's... Uh, Seagram's gin and a flat diet tonic uh, <laughs> with olive juice. Okay. So it's like a gin and tonic martini hybrid. Okay. That sounds How good. How about yourself, Ryan? You Jameson told as I me. have been. Yeah, Jameson as I have been for the last couple of weeks. You know, gin and tonic was my go-to drink for a period of time. Oh, really? I did not know that. I like gin and tonic. Gin and ginger was a big one for me for a while as well. Yeah, um, gin and ginger was a good one. I think I do need to do for our next one. I need to go and find a nice whiskey and and crack open that for the first time and give a bit of a review with that. I think that's what I'd like to do too. I think uh, I'd like to almost try something new um, on each of these if we can. You know, just try something that maybe you haven't tried before, um, just for the sake of the podcast. I'd be interested in that, and then every now and then maybe go favorite whiskeys. Yes. I have a few that I, uh, I'm i a very big fan of. Um, for those who don't know, I am a bit of a whiskey connoisseur. Like, I'm not, like, insane, but I usually try to get new bottles, taste them, um, kind of just figuring out their unique just, like, flavors. Um like you could taste the difference between a Scotch and Irish whiskey, a oh yes, Canadian whiskey. Like you can taste those difference, and it's I would like to get a little bit more uh, in depth. So I, I do enjoy whiskey, but yes. Um, now that you all have uh, finished your drinks, go fill up another one as we now start 
our uh, next one. Are we in the final three? Um, I think we're in the final three because I would oh. be on number four, but I had brought one up earlier. So this is the top three. The top three. I feel like there should be some kind of sweet audio track. Top, 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 top three. Top three. Yeah, something like that. Top three. <laughs> We could they do a fucking that. radio show. We could do one. <laughs> <laughs> they always had that back in the day for MTV. Whenever there's a numerical list, it would always end with like some chick like Just moaning, moaning it. Right. Like why the fuck? Yeah. Right. And the best part is, um, you know that there was a woman who like they're like, all right, record, and she's like top three, and they're like, uh-uh. no, <laughs> say it like me that you. Naughty girl. Can you imagine that Craigslist ad? Like, looking for <laughs> woman willing to moan non-sexual phrases. You know? <laughs> Number 10. Oh, yeah. You nailed it. You nailed it. The morning show. <laughs> you know? It reminds me. So I'm going back and actually I'm watching the show Community back through. Mm. And I, you've seen Community, right? You've watched it all the way through. Um, uh, I've seen most of it. And then the rest, I haven't seen it from start to beginning, but I'm pretty sure I've seen all the episodes. Okay. So I, I've watched it all the way through once and I'm going back through it again now. Um, and my favorite part about the show is like the right before the credits as they start to air, um, two of the characters, Troy and Abed, do some characters and they have a fake morning show that they do on there. Um, Troy, Troy and Abed, Abed in, in the, the morning. morning. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's kind of what this just reminded me of. Like, I, I feel like basically you and I have a, our own fake morning show and we just post it that online. We do at night. Right. <laughs> we should do a morning episode. So we're all groggy. Oh we're doing, god. Uh, Red Bull vodkas. And um uh I know what we're doing Saturday. Shit like fucking specifically drink morning drinks like screwdrivers, you know. Oh, oh Bloody Marys. Bloody Marys. That, that could be a fun one. I would like, Greg, I would love for when this whole quarantine is over that we get the opportunity to do a couple of these in person too. And I think that would probably be the best to do the more. Yeah. Do I one agree. where we drink at night and then, yep. then, and a, then a follow up recovery next morning episode. Do an episode. Hell yes! Yeah. Yes. Oh, that'd be great. Well, right. everyone, now you know to stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's going to be like 2024 before it's safe to go outside again at this rate, but. Who knows how many years until 2024, though? It could well. be six. <laughs> I didn't do very well in math, apparently, from what we were talking 2020 about. 2020 was so, canceled, right. so we have 2020 next year, too. Do not forget. Okay, right, so Ryan. my next one, um, which I guess now is number three, right? Um, yes. Is uh, This kind of goes to our point we were talking about how it was totally cool to fuck your friends up. You know, violence was popular. Um, f wrestling on the trampoline with all my friends. So we had a trampoline in my backyard that made us kind of the hot spot for some of the neighbor kids. Um, and you know, just fucking choke slamming our friends down, you know, mm. just wrestling around, beating each other up on this trampoline. You felt like it was okay because they could literally bounce yeah. back, even though it was still very dangerous to be doing this stuff. Especially if you got your leg caught between those springs. Oh, trampolines are fucking dangerous. I don't know why anybody oh, yeah. thinks they're a good idea. 
I mean, that was back when we called one leg Jim. Jim. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Jimmy. <laughs> He'll never be the same. Oh, yeah. we. Uh, my mom, uh, her house uh, had a trampoline for a while. Um, but like I said, we lived across from a park, so we got a lot of wind. And um, it was still technically within Tornado Alley. And uh, it got destroyed by the wind, hit the oh, fence really? many times. So, uh, but I did have in high school a trampoline. And that was uh, always a fun time because, yeah, you could rough house, especially if you oh, had yeah. the nets on the side. Yep. Oh, and then have you ever, did you ever put a, a, a pet in the trampoline and they just fucking lose it? I could have never idea. gotten away with that. My parents would kick my ass if I tried to put one of our pets on the fucking trampoline. Yeah, I could not get away with that. My parents didn't hit uh, me, by the way, but they would have uh, if I tried to <laughs> put a pet. Yeah. <laughs> we, we'd put our cat, and the cat just would be like, what? Like, it wasn't like it was freaking out, like scared. It was just like weirded out. Kind of like if you put like socks on a cat, and it mm. just like can't mm. run and just doesn't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, I mean, it escaped pretty quickly. Uh, cats are, are pretty agile and just like get through. Um, the whole side, but it, it just, it just like, I have no idea what's going on with gravity. And it was just like, we didn't like double bounce it or anything. You just like put it in there and it just watch it. We, we, yeah. We weren't, we were like abusing it. Like, let's show how we can make the cat jump. Right. No, we weren't, a we dick, had souls. Right? We, we had souls. It was just like, let's see what happens when a cat's on like a bouncy surface. And the cat's just like, uh, -uh. like we were hoping it like, even in high school, I was like, let's see if the cat learns to jump because cats love to jump. And it's just like, just like freaks out and runs away. Like, it did not like that. <laughs> Is this the same cat, Greg? I, uh, I, I, I've met Smokey, a cat of Smokey, the good lord Smokey. Your fucking cat's a dick. Oh. That, wait, what color was the cat? I don't know. Your cat's so much a dick, and this is how I know your cat's a dick, because I get Facebook memories, and I got Facebook memories from years ago where all I wrote on Facebook was, Greg's cat's a dick. Like, that's how I know your fucking cat is an asshole. I think that was my little sister's cat. It's still alive, still putting around. Man, I don't it's even know if you remember. Now. I had to text you and be like, why the fuck did I say your cat was a dick two years ago? <laughs> you know, like that fucking cat was you, an you asshole. you stayed at my mom's place. I don't even remember why you stayed at my I think you were just visiting – uh, you're stopping by or something. We mm. went to like the Naperville bars or something, oh, but okay. yeah. And then you stayed in our basement where we keep our cat uh, at night because our cat is a dick and will wake people up. And we just let people know, hey, it will wake you up. And I think you were like, yeah, that's fine. And <laughs> then you're like, no, it's not. This cat's a dick. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Anyway, that's how I know your cat's a dick because I wrote about it on Facebook and forgot about it. And my fucking Facebook <laughs> memories told me later, hey, reminder, <laughs> Greg's cat's a fucking dick. <laughs> this was quite a non sequitur, though. Let's just talk about that. Uh, we went from I like trampolines to Greg's cat. <laughs> <laughs> was a dick <laughs> that one's at least a logical connection <laughs> i could i could totally see how we go from one oh, being there. completely unbiased that one's very logical <laughs> that we would get from there to there <laughs> excellent <laughs> uh my number three we touched upon it a little bit earlier 
Uh, but my number three were the collections. There was everything was a collectible. Mm. Uh, obviously, Pokemon. And uh, Pokemon was the big one because it was not just Pokemon cards. It was Pokemon toys. Uh, you wanted to collect them all. You uh, Basically, anything Pokemon you wanted to grab. But then when you get one, you wanted to get them all. I mean, it had the most genius slogan, gotta catch them all. Uh, but then I also put Beanie Babies and Pogs on my list. Okay. Yes, Beanie Babies. I have family members that still collect Beanie Babies. Yeah, yeah, and you could still go. And uh, a lot of times they see them more gas stations, but you'll see, like, a, a stand with Beanie Babies. They're newer, and they look a lot nicer. But, yeah, Beanie Babies, um, Pogs, for those, those who don't know – is uh, the only thing I can compare it to was the 1800s game of marbles where you'd hit marbles at each other, but you did those same thing <laughs> with little circles of cardboard with pictures on it. Uh, but but they, they had cool pictures on them. Um, Crazy Bones was also another very popular one. Um, though that might not have made it out. For all I know, that was just like suburbs of Chicago. Um, did you ever have Crazy Bones? I've never even heard of Crazy Bones. There was nothing to even do with them. It was just collect them. But they were just um, these little, little things. They were very small, but they looked like um, like bones. And then they would make, oh, this one's Jaws bone or E.T. bone or uh, Franken bone. Huh. And they, it was just, just kind of get down the collection uh, craze. And, I mean, I guess not part of the collection craze, but I had this in mind was Furbies as well. Furbies, fuck yes. I still terrifying to this day are Furbies. Double double double. Oh, those <laughs> things. I guarantee you those things gave more nightmares to kids than anything else. Besides maybe E.T. himself. He was a horrible little poop monster. I still just even in casual conversation have friends that bring up how fucking terrifying Furbies are. Um there was a rumor. This this is one of those where every every kid had uh they they just knew certain rumors like um one of the weird ones was like Marilyn Manson removed a rib do you know why of course i know why it yeah. was so he could uh pleasure himself with his own mouth right <laughs> uh for those who don't know what that means it means he wants to suck his own dick we have said much worse things on here so <laughs> most um, of it gets edited out but we have said much worse things on here oh we have yeah but uh, most of it gets edited out i think that's okay um but yeah he did uh that but and that's a rumor most likely it's not true it's a sixth grade rumor right but one was that furbies would record you and that like the cia wouldn't let mm. you have furbies in your uh, house well before and, that technology could possibly have existed in our homes with fucking oh, dial-up yeah. internet yeah yeah where it was going to send it like there was there, it was definitely not happening especially in such a small toy um but that was a rumor and um Definitely, I don't even know how it happened, but uh, I remember that mine would say "Dooby Dooby Doo," and I was a very big fan of Scooby Dooby Doo, <laughs> and so put two and two together, and I was like, "Shit, that is what happens." Um, so everyone, take a drink, take a collective a drink. drink. All right. Uh, so I take it that you all have managed to fully. Uh, 
inebriate yourselves at this point as we move on to our <laughs> top two. I know, I All just right, refilled uh, my drink as we were asking everybody to drink, and, uh, you know, they tell you the three-finger rule for whiskey when you're drinking whiskey straight. This is about uh, six and a half fingers, so <laughs> the last few on this list might not be very well. So <laughs> why don't you go ahead and take this one, Greg? Oh, okay. Uh, so this one, Water Gun Fights, Super Ooh. Soaker. So it does kind of go back to your uh, pretending mm -hmm. gun, but there was something about just – running around with these high-powered uh to a kid they're high-powered if anything they like fall 10 feet <laughs> short um but it was just water you'd have to fill them up with the hose and then you chase them around you pump you'd, you'd have to pump it up it took like 20 pumps just to get it to full and oh, as a yeah. kid there was so much just to get them to full and then because that was fucking I'd... missile mode <laughs> once you yeah. pumped it up 20 pumps yeah, uh, both my sister and I – so I had the third most powerful. My sister had the second most powerful. We won them both in raffles. Huh. I believe from the same event, it was uh, an Indian guides event, an Indian princesses event, which is, um, as you would imagine, uh, a bunch of white people uh, naming themselves after Native American traditions. Uh, and I don't think it exists anymore. It was uh, pretty 90s where I was like fairly racist. I think there was even a man of the house. <laughs> I think it was the name of the movie. It was, it, I mean, you had like Black Cloud. It was this uh, Native American chief and it was a statue and you didn't want to find it. It was um, overall and all the experience was enjoyable, but you look back on it as an adult and be like, oh, all right, that was pretty insensitive. Yeah, how the but, fuck uh, did people get away with that <laughs> in the 90s you think of, right? Oh, the 90s, the 90s didn't care. Like, it just, it That's didn't care. That's the black hole of history yeah. when you look yeah. back at it, yeah. Uh, it was just, we, we just don't give a shit. Um, but yeah, and so uh, water gun fights. Water gun fights is one that, I told you that my mom was kind of anti-gun when I was growing up, so we were not allowed yeah. to own water guns, but my dad <gasps> let us get water guns behind my mom's back, of course. My mom had there a rule, you. actually, um, that if you were going to shoot water guns at each other, you could only shoot each other in the legs. That was a rule that she had, mm. because apparently that's less violent. I, I like it, because you clip them, and then you walk up as they're crawling on the ground. That's what I'm and saying. Then you, like, then you come put on. it right between their eyes. From an imagination standpoint, if I shoot you in the legs, I'm ready, you know, from a water gun fight, to curb stomp you now. Yeah. So it was not... <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, uh, my mom had a no-shooting thing but she had no issue with us getting water guns and okay. pistol whipping okay yeah because that was she's like water doesn't hurt you know drop that motherfucker you know we grew up near chicago so it's so much easier to be like yeah i go up and just put the the holster or the, the <laughs> handle of like the super soaker monster xl right into my brother's teeth just to teach him a lesson that this was the back the backyard was my gang's territory. <laughs> what was the gang's name? L Lil G's. L for Greg. Lil G's. Oh, the Lil Greg's. Yes. I still call you Lil Greg, actually. Well, I'm a little feller. You're you're a tiny boy. You I'm are, I'm a, a growing boy. boy. Well, if you keep drinking your milk, buddy, someday. <laughs> <laughs> One day I hope to be above six foot 
four. <laughs> but not today. I'm just a little guy, six three and a half, but someday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm six four and a quarter. Exactly. I, uh, you know, the last time I just recently hairs. I got a new life insurance policy and I had to go, you know, just to a regular medical exam. They take yeah. your, you know, your blood and they weigh you and they check your height. And they only went up to six four um, on this thing. So technically my height as written on this thing is six four plus. That's what my uh, height is written on this yes. because it was not tall enough <laughs> to cover how tall I am. So that's pretty fun. You know, I am six <laughs> four awesome. plus. Yes. <laughs> that is that is super awesome. <laughs> <laughs> on my official what do you got? documentation. <laughs> what do you got for your number two? Uh, I have riding bikes. Ooh. And growing up in my little small town, man, we would just ride bikes around the neighborhood constantly. And, you know, we could do it till the streetlights came on. That was a rule I had as a kid. But as we got a little older, you know, you could do it too. Even, you know, shortly before I got a car and it was driving around. Um, but just riding your bike, you know, to your buddy's house, which in my town is small town. That was great because I could get across town in five minutes, you know, but you could bring your bike out there, you know, and we had a park nearby that had um some trails you know so you could kind of go up and down you know some hills and kind of ride your bike up what felt like like a skate ramp almost with your bike so that was pretty cool that was one thing we like to do a lot as kids you you know but you also got hurt a lot because you'd be jumping and shit and you'd fall over and you'd scrape yourself up and then nobody you know nobody gave a fuck (laughs) like you just got back up and you kept doing it yeah, that's uh, that's awesome. Uh, we did not do when I was growing up uh, too much bike riding. We did it a few times, um, but uh, Lions, it wasn't the best area to ride around a bike. Like to let kids at least ride around bikes. Mm. Um, we were also uh, right off of uh, Joliet Road. It was uh, very very busy street, so we uh, we didn't do it too much. Um, obviously now I'm a big bike rider. That's a we mentioned earlier i do uh triathlons i signed up for them because i like bike riding but yeah there is um something i i feel like i missed a little bit on by not bike riding more as a kid and i blame you i will say well thanks greg (laughs) it is my fault I intentionally, actually, so we talk about your Transformers spinoff. I went back in time to prevent you from riding a bike as a kid. <laughs> so you you would have this complaint in our podcast later, and you wouldn't be as good at triathlons. I'd watch that show. <laughs> it was the best 14 seasons of a sitcom I have ever seen. <laughs> And that was just for the bike part of the triathlon. <laughs> I forgot what joke I was going to make. I had something totally hocked up, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> we can move on. All right. Um, uh, everyone, I guess, uh, take a drink at drink this point. Drink time. Fuck me. We probably move. don't even need any more, but we'll still keep going. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going all the way, man. <laughs> um, moving on to the coveted number one spot on our list. I had to say myself, I went with summer vacation. Oh, summer vacation is great. That's like the big version of Saturdays. Right? It, it Summer vacation, for those who don't know because they've been locked up in COVID for so long or they've been adult for so long, 
was the best time of a child's life. The horrible hardships of school was done and you had no responsibilities. I'm talking before your high school jobs. I'm just talking about where all you would do is wake up and there was no plan. Like even today, I am, I am unemployed. Uh, and uh, everyone is COVIDed inside. So the days blur together. But I still have more responsibilities than a kid on summer vacation. Because a kid on summer vacation, you you didn't care about what you were doing tomorrow. There was no, what am I doing tomorrow? There was just tomorrow. You know what's funny about summer vacation is it's been so coveted by children forever that even in the 70s, Alice Cooper wrote a song about it. Do you remember that song? School's out for summer. He was an adult. And even he was thinking about, fuck, man. Like, I remember School. summer vacation, you know? Oh, yeah. And I, I I mean, the number of the number of movies growing up that started off with a kid doing the last day of class oh, was yeah. amazing. Because that's when the real shit starts. Yes. And it was even better like pre-high school because obviously high school, not only did you work, but high school, you – well, I mean I worked. Uh, in high school, you also uh, had finals. Mm-hmm. It was like you – it was just dead. And it was amazing. And then even towards the end, it was cool because you would get school supplies. Um which I mean, you, you kind of got bland ones, but you'd always kind of hope that maybe you'd get like a cool, a cool notebook with sharks on it or something weird like that. And then you'd like see like towards the end, you get excited about seeing your friends again. But like summer vacation as a whole, it felt like it felt so long. Right. Like that was the last time because like two months now, you're like, yeah, okay. Two Shit, months, man, we've been months. under quarantine for almost two months. Right? Yeah. And it doesn't feel like it doesn't really feel that long. Mm-mm. You're it's like, okay, you're like, oh wow, like over the next like three months I have like so many weddings to go to. And then it's like back then you're like, Oh my gosh, two months? Two, how many like cause as a kid you measure everything in like weekends. You're like Right. How many how how many weekends is that? Right. That's eight. Oh Yeah. Greg, Somebody you said kid. you worked during high school. What'd you do? What what kind of job do you have? Oh, we've uh, talked about some of them. Uh, so <laughs> I uh, I was I worked at Boston Market for a year. Mm. Then my grandpa died and my sister and I went to uh, South Haven, Michigan or near it. And then we worked in South Haven at an ice cream shop. We were ice cream scoops. That place closed down last year, unfortunately. Um, and then. I worked at Target. No. Yes. Yes. I worked at Target, and then I walked off that job because they yelled at me because I called a customer a customer. And then I went to uh, Jewel Osco and Hollywood Video. Jewel Osco fired me. I fought them with my union things. They hired me back. I quit so I could get my union dues back. And then I stayed with uh, Hollywood Video for the rest of my tenure. Okay, tenure. <laughs> <laughs> How about yourself? 
I detasseled. Actually, I started detasseling in eighth grade. Everyone so. detasseled if you. Okay, so you knew detassel. I was going to ask if you even knew what that meant. But please, please, I'm sure there are plenty of people out there who have, do not know what detasseling are, especially if they didn't grow up in the Midwest. Good point. So detasseling um, is the idea that um, corn stalks um, had these. They call them tassels, but it's basically this leaf that grows off the top. It, you would you would pull this out was your job to prevent them from cross-pollinating with some of the other plants. Um, so you would literally walk up and down a cornfield in the middle of the summer when it's hot, you know, sun's blazing down and just pull the equivalent of like a stalk out of the middle of, uh, of a piece of corn, walking up and down cornfields for hours as a child is what detasseling is. So I did this for a couple of years, starting in eighth grade to make some money. Um, Greg, yeah. did you detassel? No, we didn't have corn where I was. Well, okay, but you knew what it was at least. So uh, you've heard only the from stories. Uh, college. Okay. Which so, ISU, a lot of the people I like knew, uh, who were from Central or Southern Illinois, every single one of them, that was their job before coming to college. Because we have cornfields around here too, and that that is like your typical job when you're old enough to walk up and down fields. But when I was in high school, when I was 16, I had my driver's license. I was driving. I worked at GameStop, actually. Um, I started seasonally, and I got to work for a while after that. But um, you would think, I'll be honest, you would think that working at GameStop would be a pretty fucking cool job, you know, as a guy who liked video games a lot back then. But, I mean, retail's retail, you know. It, it was stocking shelves, you know, it was opening boxes and doing inventory and this and that. So, I mean, there were times when it wasn't too bad, you know, when you had a customer come in, you got to chit chat about video games for a while. But um, in general, yeah. retail is retail. <laughs> oh, then my dear sweet child, let me tell you about the greatest job I've ever had. Hollywood video. <laughs> Try retail, but it's all rental and it's a dying industry. But we were also connected to a Game Crazy, which was their version of GameStop. Game Crazy? Yes, of course. Yeah. So they would give us all uh, the free pre-bonus stuff. Because back in the day, it was physical. Now mm-hmm. it's all DLC, mm-hmm. giving you an outfit for your character, a new gun, and online play. No, this was a bandana for Metal Gear Solid. Um, I remember I had that one. Um, and they would stay busy. They were keeping us afloat. And they would give us all the free perks, which were actual physical copies. Um, so we got like a, a bandana for Metal Gear Solid. Versus now, they would be like, oh, it's a free skin for your character right. or a new gun online. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we traded the botches guy. We traded him... Um, free free rentals for free pizza and i remember we got through super bad which hadn't been released yet we weren't allowed <laughs> to at the time we weren't allowed to play them but we played them anyway we didn't care you know that's what you get when you pay like high schoolers minimum wage mm-hmm. and um but you know we we would turn it off um if we ever had any like uh anyone come in like if it was a family um we would usually turn that off just to make sure, you know, to follow some guidelines. But the botches <laughs> guy did not give two shits. I remember we we gave him a – he gave us a free pizza. And uh, one time I, I went there just for like a lunch break, and I was eating at the, the botches. And he had Silence of the Lambs playing on the public <laughs> TV. 
there were kids around and oh it wasn't it wasn't censored it wasn't like oh this is on tnt so all the violent parts are gone no he's like yeah fuck it watch this yeah he gets his face cut off it's pretty much <laughs> <up>. <laughs> he, he didn't care i that botchies is no longer with us for uh, probably numerous reasons but it was a, it was a great time uh nonetheless so I, I, when I was working at GameStop, which is kind of similar, like you said, to what you were doing, my favorite part was working midnight releases. Did you get to do any of that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I loved that shit because I'm I'm like 16 years old when I was working at GameStop, um, and I remember Gears of War 2 came out Electric on a midnight Boogaloo. release. And I don't know if you ever played Gears of War. Um, I love Gears of War, at least the yeah. original trilogy. The The original Gears of War was phenomenal. So Gears of War 2 had a midnight release, and there were 100 people at least waiting in line, which 100 people doesn't sound like a big deal. But from my small town area, that's like fucking, you know, more people than you can ever imagine seeing in your entire fucking life is 100 <laughs> people, <laughs> you know, in yeah. line for this thing at the same time. So – and we got to, you know, have all kinds of games going on, you know, and this and that. So usually I, there were contests. There were contests going on. You know, people got to play games and we were doing shit in the line because the store was blocked off, you know, preparing for mm -hmm. it. But we were doing shit in the line and giving away T-shirts and giving away this and that. And, you know, as a 16 year old doing that shit, first of all, I was up till midnight hanging out working, which was fucking sweet, you, you know, and, and I got to bring home. Gears of War. I got to have it reserved basically for myself, even though they were going to sell out that night. Working at GameStop gave me that perk that I was guaranteed a copy walking away from work, oh. working the midnight release. So that was pretty Very fucking sexy. cool. Yeah. So you got to do all these fun things and do that. I would love to even do that now, midnight release, because it was like a fucking big party. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like a fucking video game party with all these people that were excited about it during the thing. So I don't, I don't know if you had the opportunity to do some of those. Oh, I remember it a lot differently than you do. Uh-oh. So, um, first of all, I did get to reserve them early. Um, the only one I really took advantage of during my time there was, I think, Mario Kart 8. And I, I might have had, like, a, a few other ones. I think uh, GTA 4. Mm. I might have done that one. Um, yeah, I think GTA 4 I did that as well. Um, but we had to stay open. We were connected with them through a wall. And normally, like, we, they would close before us. we close the, the door, and then we would, like, just kind of let them do their full clothing, closing with all their expensive games, and we just had our, our videos. Um, but during those days... They would do, do those things. And we were used strictly because um, you could only close it the doors one way. We had to stay open the entire time. So I would work until like 2 a.m. And usually it'd be a, a Monday night because they got released on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. yep. And um, we just did the sales for snacks and sodas. Shit. So everyone's having a blast. They're all having fun. They're doing games. They're doing releases. But we stayed open to sell snacks and sodas. <laughs> so that's what I became. And I had to stay up till two fucking doing that. And then, like, when the last person left, 
I got to close down after them and then go. So it was, it was a little aggressive. It was, uh, luckily my parents were at least cool enough to be like, you know what, on those days when you're required to stay until two, uh, they let me call off my first period. That's um, cool. But, That's pretty cool that they did that yeah. for you. Cause they were, they were like, that's just not fair to a kid. Like mm-hmm. at least back then, like I know like schools now are pushing them back because it is, uh, aggr- it, you know, it's aggressive for kids. Like where it's like, oh yeah, your whole body's telling you to be asleep at that time. Right. Like it's, it's not good. Um, as an adult, it's like whatever. But so, um, I did at least have that benefit, but it, it was, I became basically, uh, a, like uh, the the people behind uh, concessions. Concessions is the word I was looking for. I was mm-hmm. concession stand. So yes, we don't we do not memorize that the same way. So were your was your business and their business owned by the same parent company, or you just happened yes. to be in the? Okay, yes. so okay, I got you. Game crazy was and and so they would actually do it where, um, they would like we we would kind of like go back and forth. So it worked actually in a very smart way where like a game would come out and then we'd have like 20 games to rent. And then, well, later, no one gives two shits about the game. Like you don't need 20 versions. Sell them. Sell them as used. True. So it was yeah. a, it, I thought it was a very smart way to do that it. That is fact, very that, smart. Yeah. You could still do that now, actually, with GameStop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Redbox was doing it where you then buy it. Yeah, it was it was a very smart way. And now yeah. GameStop. Hey, our next sponsor, GameStop, you know what to do. I'd no offense to GameStop. I worked for GameStop. I don't not want to be sponsored by GameStop. E B games. I would rather... land. Funko Land. Yes, and we're talking about kids. We have to at least take a trip down Funko Land. We'll do that after you get your first. But I'm going to add that under my honorable mentions. GameStop's not bad. You know who I am pissed about, and I do not even mind if they don't want to sponsor us. I liked GameStop, actually. Um, Mm -hmm. GameStop has no bad memory in my mind. I mean, it was working a retail gig, but I still enjoy going to GameStop now. You know who I will stand my ground on, who I can't stand? Gamefly. Do you know Gamefly? I <laughs> remember the cheesy commercials. I never this is did the it. company they say no late fees ever. And they fucking let you. Re- it was like Netflix when Netflix sent you the DVDs, but for video yeah, games. I remember that. Motherfucker, I got a Viva Pinata. And <laughs> I, had, I had Viva Pinata, which, by the way, is a pretty good game. Addicting. I had Viva Pinata for three months, and they canceled my account, charged me $300. And blocked my address from ever signing up for Gamefly again, even though I sent them back the game. Because I had the game for too long. For three months was too long. Their commercial told me no late fees ever. But apparently you get a very large late fee after three months. It is viewed as you stole it. Yeah, I, I gave them the game back. But to this day, I'm still mad at you, Gamefly. You probably went out of business. But fuck you, Gamefly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's about that time for your number one. Wonderful. So my number one, oh, we should take a drink first. Oh, everyone, take a drink. I think, yes. Uh, for moving forward, I think our top three, we should make people take drinks between each opinion. No, sorry, each Ooh. fact. 
Oh, so you take six for the top three is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's going to fuck people up, but that's okay because you and I – I don't know about you, Greg, but I'm drinking the whole time regardless <laughs> of the numbers. Yeah, we can do a trillion. I don't care. I'll I, die on this hill. I trillion's not enough for me. That's like uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's baby food for me. Greg We're Bruce. talking uh, a Google, a, a Google Plex. Yes. Okay, right. my number one. <laughs> I'm not Sorry even gonna edit that. it out. I love it. So my number I love one, it. Great. playing with Legos. This is my number one. One of my favorite childhood memories is I had a Lego board. Um, and actually, to this day, my mom... I'm mo- Lego board of this conversation. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> no, my, sorry. Continue. Yeah, fuck off, Greg Boss. My mom still has this Lego board. And it was just basically this big, like, six-by-four-foot board with a Lego track on it that you could pile up Legos on. So just building different houses... You know, and we would build an entire town with a school. Six foot by four foot? Yes, it was very large. That's awesome. Yeah, this Lego board. And, like, so you could, like, you know, two people would could carry this thing, and it took two people to carry this thing around. But you could fucking build up this shit, and, you know, and you could build – I had a Lego – what we called a Lego bucket which was just literally like a bucket you could get from like Home Depot, like one of those big ass fucking gallon buckets filled with yeah. Legos that uh. we would use to fucking build shit. You know, we will build full towns, you know, and planes and cars and whatever else you can think of. And we would put them on this Lego board that my mom actually still has today. Um, and, you know, a few months ago before this quarantine, my nephew was building shit even on that same Lego board, which was very awesome to me because thinking about when, you know, when I was six years old and I was building on this thing and he's five years old now, you know, and he's building on this thing as well. Yeah. That was pretty cool. But yeah, building Legos, I, I, I mean, I guess playing with toys in general, but Legos was a very influential toy for me when I was a kid. It, it was very, uh, creative. Um, I remember... Uh, so I wound up giving most of my Legos to one of my cousins who was very obsessed with Legos when mm-hmm. I got older. Um, but I still have in my uh, – it's not really my room, but in a room I stayed at at my mom's uh, was uh, I made a Jaws set. I made the boat from Jaws, and I had uh, the three characters. I tried to make them best. Luckily, I had a lot of shark Legos. A lot of so you made Legos. this even without a set. Like you just did this on your own. Yes. Oh wow. And I, I made the ship from Jaws. Um, and I have a someone in the diving cage and the shark going after him. And uh, there, I, I made a chum bucket out of uh, random pieces. It was uh, uh, where uh, Sheriff Brody's doing it, and then I have Quint um, on the helm. I had to make them all out of mix and match, mix and match pieces. Um, and then my favorite one was uh, my buddy David, uh, my my best friend growing up that I told you about. Uh, he had way more Legos, and as you got older, you tried to just be weird, and uh, we found like two random pieces, and one was a general shirt, and the other was a guy with just like. I think it was supposed to be like a swimsuit, like a woman in a bikini, and we mm-hmm. put it on, and he was General Thong, and he had <laughs> a 
a dog on a stick, and it was a dog on a stick, and it was just a uh, he had night like a a lance, and there was a dog with just a hole in it, and we put the the hole through the dog, so it was like on it, like he was roasting on a fire, and he was just we were just weird, but yeah, Legos it was kind of morbid a little bit. I mean, yeah, we never said the dog was dead. It was just in constant pain. Of course, like it was just—it was just a weird thing. Like we were just yeah. like, why did, why, why is there a hole in the dog? And we're like, let's. It was like it fits on the, like why do you have a hole in the dog Lego? But it was—it was fun. It was just—it was a stupid, uh, fun thing that we did growing up. And it, yeah, I definitely agree. Legos, Legos is one of those um, formative childhood toys. And you know what it did is it sparked creativity because when you got past and my nephew right now, my oldest nephew, um, he is like following the books right now, right? Like you get a kid and you follow it, which is, is great. It's fun as fuck. He's made a frog, you know, he's made a boat, he's made some Minecraft shit. But for me, the fun part was when you could get past the books and you could just build your own shit. You know what I mean? Like that's the evolution like of Legos is you grow from following the rules to realizing you can be as creative as you want. Like it encouraged creativity. Yes. And um, I would also like to say um, that one of the coolest things uh, there was, I don't know if it was sponsored by Legos, but there were Lego baby wipes that I remember my aunt getting for her kids, like when they were babies. This sounds and like a, a joke on Saturday Night Live. Is this a is this a real thing? No, it, it was a real thing. And but what was like super cool about it is that when they were empty, they became a giant Lego brick, just Aww. a a one by two. But like they would build things, and then they're like, all right. And they would let the older kids play with, like, basically all these empty baby wipe boxes Mm -hmm. that stacked and clicked in, like, actual Legos. That is cool. That is cool. It was a very cool idea. Like, I mean, if they got more aggressive with them, like, and did, like, two by six, they probably would use more plastic. Would have taken, like, been more expensive. I don't know. But it was very, very cool. That's pretty sweet. I've never heard of that at all. Yeah, I I don't even like. I don't even remember the name of the brand. I'm I'm googling. It. They're called Playtex. That's what oh, it was. Okay, Playtex sounds like a like a pad company to me. Fair enough. I can hear that too. Uh, I think it is. I googled Playtex. <laughs> uh, so everyone, you've managed to make it through. Our top 10 lists of things from our childhood. That is an accomplishment, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, you all must take a shot. Not just a drink, but a shot just to commemorate such a fine activity. Uh, we will also be totally okay with doing a Chicago handshake, which is a uh, tall boy old style and a shot of Malort. Ooh, that's dirty. <laughs> We're also okay with you uh, pounding uh, Shmirnoff ice. Um, But everyone, thank you so much for going on this journey with us. We've had a ton of fun. 
Um, we hope you have too. Uh, Ryan, do you have anything to say about this? Uh, I just want to echo our last podcast comments because we're still in this quarantine. Um, you know, we had some fun with this and knowing that it is very, uh, it's a serious situation out there. So I hope everybody is staying safe and staying healthy, yes. um, you know, and doing what you can to make sure that you and yours are protected. So thank you all for hanging out with us. I had a great time, Greg. I, I think that you, I hope that you had a great time as well. Oh, I had a, a hoot and a holler. Normally, Greg only has a hoot, so to hear that he has a hoot and a holler, this this might be <laughs> a record-breaking moment, to be honest. <laughs> it uh, It is. It's the first of its kind. And so with that, <laughs> I think that we're going we're gonna to call it over, and uh, thank you so much, everybody, um, and have a wonderful day. Deuces, Bruces. Deuces, Bruces. Oh.